Welcome to the Episcopal Church of the Holy Communion. We're so glad you have joined us for this sermon. You can find all our sermons at our website, holycommunion.net. He just wanted to be good. He had done all the good things you were supposed to do. He had followed all the commandments, all the rules. He was a good person. So when Jesus was continuing down the road to Jerusalem, the man ran after Jesus, maybe because he saw his chance to add to his list of good works, kneel before the great teacher, or maybe he just wanted to know that all his efforts to follow the commandments and the laws and the rules and the rituals were getting him somewhere, getting him the recognition, the reward, getting him recognized before God, and thus to an assured place of safety and security that he had made it. Jesus' fame had spread about his doing good works of healing and changing people's lives. Jesus was the obvious expert on goodness. So he kneels down before the popular expert to seek the answer, to clinch the deal. He kneels down and asks the question, good teacher, what must I do to obtain eternal life? Jesus corrects him. Don't call me good. No one is good except God. Okay, it was a little confusing. But the man stays with it. And Jesus reminds him of the commandments. The man is getting maybe a little deflated and replies, but teacher, I've kept all those since I was a boy. I've always wanted to be good. I've been good. Look at my long list. Jesus looked at the man carefully, Mark says. Maybe this looking was into the man's soul. And Jesus loves him and says, you are lacking one thing. Sell all you own and give the money to the poor and follow me. Give away, share all your many things and you'll get the one thing you're lacking. Saddened and dismayed, he walks away. This was nothing of what he was expecting. The world had been turned upside down for him. Some would call this an identity crisis. Okay, so Mark does not describe this man as wealthy. We've made a lot of assumptions in the story and confused it with other versions. For centuries, it has made congregations and preachers anxious when it rolled around in the, the year cycle, and especially here in the capitalist West. I mean, 
Was Jesus a socialist? Does it make me bad to be wealthy? This story causes us to rationalize. I'm well off, but I'm not wealthy. I'm no one percenter. Or at least I feel guilty that I haven't given everything to the poor. So let's not get derailed about the good and bad of money or how much wealth is too much. Please note, it's not about the money. For this man in Mark's story, possessions meant you were righteous. Prosperity meant you were good, on the right track with God. The man was seeking something from Jesus, whether another thing to do, to be good, or affirmation that he was good. And Jesus was addressing the man's yearning, his sense of needing the answer. And Jesus was answering him, teaching him by first pointing out the man was asking the wrong question. It's not about being good. As a little girl, I remember some adult asking me what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I replied, a good girl. I just wanted to be a good girl. I remember going to church and praying, help me, Jesus, to be good, like St. Bernadette. And haven't we set up our parenting and school systems and social systems around being good? Don't be bad, be good. I wanted to be good. I wanted my teachers to think I was good my relatives. I wanted to be a good girl. I wanted my reward for being a good girl to have people love me. And behind that, to have one thing, to know my mother loved me. I wanted my mother to love me but her own personal issues had overtaken her, and she just couldn't at times. And in those times, I just assumed it was because I was bad. So I just kept at it, trying to get her loving gaze on me through my good works. Yet, I could never seem to clinch the deal never felt secure that I had made it in her love. Never could get to that one thing I was missing, even with all the things I tried and did. The man just wanted to be good and be secure in the gaze of God. And Jesus looks carefully at him and says, you're asking the wrong question. It's not about being good. Only God is good. It's not about doing all those things, the many things you're doing and trying to be and accumulating 
Jesus says it's about the one thing. You're lacking that one thing. Give away all those other things because they're covering up, cluttering up the one thing from sight. And Jesus, being Jesus, carefully looks at him, really sees him, and gives the man right then and there the one thing. He loves him. The so tunnel visioned is this man. He doesn't see. He doesn't recognize Jesus loving him. He just lacked that one thing. It's the first and great commandment. Love God with all your heart and all your mind and all your soul. And knowing one thing, love God with all your heart, mind, and soul is to know love. And knowing this, we let go of our list of good works. Let go of all the things we do to make sure our ego feels good and in control. Good and bad fade into the background as love propels us into God's being. God is love. So to love God first with all our being means we dwell in love, held in love, know we are loved, and compulsively share all, everything we are and we have because we're having, we're, we're loving love which by its very nature is reciprocal. You don't need all those things. You're accumulating even all those good works and charity and success. You don't need to be good. You need to know you are loved. You need to see Jesus looking carefully at you, your true self, your soul. You need to see God loving your heart and mind and soul. You need to see. And when you are seeing and full of this, you can't help but just reciprocate, share it all because all is being shared with you. As Jesus continues to gaze at you carefully, and lovingly. The mystic Hadwich of Antwerp described it this way, the madness of love is a blessed fate. And if we understood this, we would seek no other. It brings into unity what was divided. And this is the truth. Bitterness, it makes sweet. It makes the stranger a neighbor. And it, what was lowly, it raises on high. If you are feeling perhaps like you can't do enough or measure up in the eyes of others, in the midst of that clutter, perhaps you're lacking the one thing the mad reality that you are loved. Amen.